Stay tuned for Love Talk with the love ladies, Evelyn, Kathy, and Carrie. Love talking today about the thrill of love and hope. Thank you, Gavin, and thank you for joining us today for Love Talk. Here today's Christian Talk, 1120, The Bridge, broadcasting out of Austin, Texas. This is Evelyn Davison, and we want to thank you. It's a beautiful time in Texas right now, and one thing we know, God is working. As we lead and live and love and praise across Texas during this new year of 2017. Some wonderful things are coming down. In the studio with me is our sweet friend, Coach. Hi, Miss Evelyn. Hi there. Hello, listening friends. So good to have you with us today. And on the phone, we have our other sweet friend, Kathy Enderbrock. you got three love ladies Hi. today, Gavin. How about that? It's so good to be with everyone today. I, You know, I love the way that technology can really span the distance. And, you know, it is a new year, and it, that for all of us means so many new things that we're going to try and experience. It means a lot of firsts for some of us. And so in light of this, we are going to be talking about new love and first love today. And now I know this is a topic that a lot of our girlfriends and listeners are really going to enjoy, but I just want to put out a word to the guys, okay? I have consulted <laughs> my husband on this. Oh, really? You make, sure you, you make sure you stick with us because we are going to be discussing some, some things that you're going to enjoy and get out of the conversation as well. I think uh, I think the guys are really going to enjoy this because they're going to get a little glimpse into the mindset of us ladies, which I think my husband is always saying, if I could just get inside your head and know what you're thinking <laughs> in there. So, you know, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. Our key verse for today is, we love because he first loved us. And, oh, Kathy, you've put together such a great show. That is 1 John 4:19, And I, I can't wait to get into this material because it, it's all about how Christ loved us and how he loves us so much and how that just empowers us to love others. Man. Well, Miss Evelyn, what's been going on with you these days? Oh, business. <laughs> you know, when you look at the new year and you have an opportunity again to just do what it is the Lord has called you to do, life is so exciting for us, Carrie. And just to be here every week uh, on Saturday and Sunday with Gene Bender and this wonderful station, uh, we are now into our 32nd year broadcasting Love Talk. And uh, you know, we're a lot of good things are going on in Texas right now, especially in Austin, Kathy. We have the legislature, our 85th legislature came in last week. And believe me, it has been exciting. They're already moving and shaking, Miss Evelyn. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, you know, we're right here on the weekend of the inauguration of uh, our new president. And um, we're, we're really praying. There's a lot of praying going on across our nation. Kathy, I know you all are. Your pray today, you all are doing that. So many people are. And what we're praying for, basically, is security, safety, sensibility. And um, and as soon as uh, things get settled a little bit, our new book will be out. I spent this week proofing. Miss Kathy, and I, you have recommended me in this book, honey. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to get my hands on that first copy when it comes off the presses and really get into it. I, I loved when you did Praying and Praising Across Texas. And, Evelyn, this Praying and Praising Across America Wow. And the fact that um, so many leaders from across the nation, leaders of major movements, I mean, Ann Graham mm-hmm. Lotz, who, uh, your sister, the daughter of Billy Graham, yeah. sister of Franklin Graham, that she's contributed to the, to, to the book along with so many other leaders. I just can't wait to really get in there and um, pray and praise with those leaders that through this book. How about you, Carrie? What's been going on with me? Oh, my goodness. Well, um, my baby, I I use that term lightly, turned 12 uh, this week. Um, So that's been fun. Having uh, six 12-year-old boys spend the night at the house was a grand adventure. Um, So, uh, you know, I I tell you what, it's been an exciting time at our house. I think something else that we've decided to do in our family is – 
we went out of town for New Year's. We went over to my husband's family's house, and on the way home, I said, you know what, guys? It's been something just kind of weighing on my heart that that we really need to uh, think about this year for our family, and that's service to each other. I think a lot of times we get so wrapped up in, well, that's his job, that's her job, that's, you know, that's not my job, that's not my, you know, area to take care of, that we forget to just serve one another mm-hmm. through love. And um, so I, I found myself over the last, uh, I guess, 18 days, right, um, of this new year saying that so many times. Um, let's serve each other, service to each other, mm-hmm. service to each other, and trying to be kind about it and not snippy about it, um, but and to find new ways to serve one another. You know, that is so exciting, Kathy, and that's what we do. That's what we are here for. Is the Lord has called us to be a love example to those that don't know him, to those that need him. Mm-hmm. And when you look at it, the opportunities we have are just wonderful. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think about it in this regard. Why do we do that? It's because God is love. That's the sh- one. That's, the shortest one is Jesus prayed. Jesus cried or Jesus prayed. Uh, no, Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the next one is God is love. And that's what this is all about. Is that right, Carrie? I mean, Kathy? Yeah, Evelyn, I think that's exactly right. And, I mean, Carrie, really stressing that within the family. And, you know, you have your Logan that just turned 12, your baby. So we have my oldest, Aaliyah, who just turned 16, which is, I, I just can't believe that my little baby is 16 years old. And so we went on a celebration trip. And, you know, we're just talking about all these big things in life that are right around the corner for her two more years and she's 18 and 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 all of these things that we want to instill and build and grow in our children and knowing and experiencing uh that love uh of god that love that where he first loved us and where god comes first. I, I, I'm so excited about this topic. We're going to be talking about God, how God comes first. And not that's not just us putting him first, but that he has come to us first. He has pursued us. He has reached out to us. He has come before we were even aware that he was there. And so discussing these things with our 16-year-old so that, <laughs> you know, she hopefully gets it before she sets out there on her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think you and Eric do a great job of modeling that behavior. You know, they learn so much by watching us. Um, I think sometimes our words go in and out of their heads, but they learn so much by watching how we treat each other and watching how we serve one another and watching how we love one another. Um, so, wow, um, what what a special time in your house. <clears throat> I'm sorry, listeners, I have this horrible cold today. It is kind of knocking me down. So I apologize for my scratchy voice today. Um, But who is on first, Kathy? Who's on first? Do you remember that old Oh, I love this. (laughs) That was a, what was that, a hilarious Abbott and Costello skit about baseball. And they'd say, who's on first? And, you know, this is what I've come to realize. It doesn't matter so much who is on first base, but what does matter is who is in first place. And I, Carrie, I mean, you're, you're, I know you're teaching this to your beautiful kiddos. You and Ashley are modeling this. But what does it mean to put God in first place? I tell you what, I have so many thoughts on this. And I had to go to Deuteronomy first to to really wrap wrap my head around this. What what does it mean to put God first? I mean, we can give some some kind of trite platitudes if we if we'd like, but I, I really want to, to look at this practically. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. That's what it says in Deuteronomy 6.5. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Okay, folks, how on earth do we do that? I mean, we are sinners. We have a sinful nature. And... Every single day, we have to renew and say, okay, Lord, um, what is it I need to do to love you with all my heart? What is it I need to do to love you with all my soul? And what is it I need to do to love you with all my strength? And that kind of goes back to this 
to this um, idea that I had with my family to serve one another. You know, God first loved us. And so it's kind of not, it's, but it's not easy for us to always put him first. Um, our only hope in succeeding and putting God first is to begin by trusting fully in his promises to cover our sinful nature. And in 1 John 4.10, it says, This is love, not that this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. So, oh, okay. So thank goodness. So we can start there. The Lord sent a sacrifice to cover those sins. All right. So now we can kind of move ahead. God has made clear that he is first before anything or anyone even existed. He was and he is. So, you know, Kathy, it's, it's kind of neat when we look at Jesus' life. He was the perfect example of putting God first, mm-hmm. right? And so as he's the perfect example of putting God first, I think it's only natural for us to look at Jesus' life as we move forward and trying to figure out how do we do this? How do we put God first? And so Jesus, you know, his, his whole life was built on submission to his mm-hmm. Father's will, Absolutely. right? to service to others, and to prayer. Mm -hmm. And as we look at those three things, I think that makes it more personal. Okay, are we, am I really daily looking to submit to God's will? I tell you that's really freeing whenever you take it off your plate and put it in God's hands, right? Mm -hmm. Am I serving others? And am I in that prayer to see where I can serve others and where I can put my put my trust and my faith in in the Lord Jesus. So Kathy, I don't I don't know if that helps at all. Um I'd like to say a few things after the break uh to kind of wrap up that first question that you put on my plate about how do we put God first? Um so listeners, join us after the break as we continue with this topic of God loving us first so that we could love others. And you're in for some giant treats as we explore how we first fell in love. Join us after the break. In today's digital age, it's vital your business has what's called an online presence. If you don't, or what you do have is not very good, it's going to be difficult to grow your brand and your company's bottom line. Texas SEO's online marketing experts have the expertise and experience you need to increase sales and profits significantly. That means having an outstanding responsive website that is easy to navigate on all mobile devices as well as being visible on the first page of Google, Yahoo, and Bing. Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and the partner you can rely on to help navigate you through the ever-evolving digital landscape needs. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, please call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit texaseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find us in the number one position. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson 
Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. Stay tuned for Love Talk with the lovelies, Evelyn, Kathy, and Carrie. Love talking today about the thrill of love and hope. Thank you, uh, Gavin, for the, your introduction today. And thank you, uh, Miss Kathy, for joining us. You know, we are so excited. Uh, we are at a time right now in this nation when we're going to see God move in a mighty way if we hold truth to putting him first. And that's what we're talking about today. You know, we hang on to our hope of hope. And what happens when we do that? Uh, we have the thrill of knowing that all things are possible. That's what Mary, that's what God said. All things are possible, Mary. And when we look at where we are in our nation right now or in our family, you know, we realize there are a lot of problems out there, Carrie. Absolutely. I know so many that are hurting, so many that are ill physically Mm -hmm. and and disturbed mentally Mm -hmm. and emotionally. Absolutely. But, you know, Jesus is the plan. He came first. And when we put him first, we become second. And there's a great movement of that across this nation. Is that right, Kathy? Yes. This is, I mean, so exciting that so many individuals are really um, turning to the Lord. And we're seeing this as well among um, the nation of Islam. And, you know, we know that Christians right now are the the single most persecuted uh, group worldwide. But we see these amazing things. God is reaching and and coming and pursuing and calling uh, people to him and just reviving. And we're going to talk a bit about how God can revive love today. We're going to talk about love stories. And, I mean, Evelyn, I I, um, am excited to hear about your uh, love story with Dan (laughs) when we talk about um, God coming first and putting God first. What I have discovered is that... It's not so much about me um, choosing to put God first, but it is my realizing that God is first. And, Carrie, you quoted this um, verse that where God said, you like, I am the first and the last. Mm-hmm. And so we recognize that God is first, and then we do the easy work of simply ordering our life according to that truth. And so living according to the truth that God is first also means loving according to that same yes. truth. Yes. And um, and so, Evelyn, I, 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 we do want to share some love stories today because God is all about love stories. The Bible <laughs> is a fantastic, beautiful love story. And that is true. the fact that God God pursues us and, and that, um, you know, we all know what that first love feels like but sometimes keeping that first love fresh is a whole other story and Evelyn I see you and Van and how how just fresh that love is and and so I want you to share with us okay was was (laughs) Van was Van your first love and is he still your first love well he he really uh was not my first love I have to admit that in fact, when he and I started dating, I just thought, well, the, I don't know how long this will last. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> he was not perfect, honey. <laughs> he was an only boy in a family, and he was spoiled rotten. And, uh, but, you know, the thing is, it, the Lord used so much of that uh, in my life to train me that, you know, I am to be uh, the same as he before the Lord Jesus, and that we both have an opportunity for God to use us with the gifts and talents that we have. Uh, I was his first love. I have, I, I know that. Uh, but, you know, I, we've been married 65 years. 65 years. We went on a cruise on our 60th, and, and uh, the night before, uh, you know, the, pro, the when they were giving you all the instructions, they ask how many were there that uh, were on a pre-honeymoon, uh, went through all these questions, finally came down. Okay, well, who's been married the longest? Well, it turned out that we were. And uh, so they asked the question, the program director, and there must have been a thousand people in our auditorium, said, uh, well, what is it that uh, has helped you last 
this long. And Van and I said uh, together, he said, we both said, we are not perfect, but we are perfect for each other because God made us for each other. And we put him first. And it was a great testimony. All two weeks long, we had people come in. You're those people that have been married all your life. But that was not true. That's our love story. We still, you know, we still uh, working on issues, you know, male, female, whatever there is. But I can tell you that uh, Jesus is our first love, Kathy. He is our first love. Thank you for letting me tell you that little story. You know, and I think that ties in so beautifully that, you know, God wants us to keep him as our first love. And actually, at the very end of Revelation, um, Christ is talking to various churches and and he talks to one church and and he says very specifically, um, John, the revelator who wrote Revelations and and who saw um, the vision that Christ revealed before him, records these words in Revelation 2-4, where it says, um, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands, his churches. Jesus says, I know your works, your labor, your patience. This is Christ talking to the church. And I know that you cannot bear those who are evil. You've tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and you have found them liars. You have persevered. You have have had patience and have labored for my name's sake. You have not become weary. But nevertheless, I hold this one thing against you, that you have left your first love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's easy to fall in love and have that first love experience. And, And but yet keeping that first love, our first love is so important because we see here that, you know, God is commending his church for their work, their labor, their patience, perseverance, their righteous acts. But he calls them to the carpet and says, hey, you have stopped loving me first. You have stopped living according to the truth um, that that I am first and loving according to that same truth. And I mean, Evelyn, you've just done such a beautiful job of that, that you and Van realizing you're not perfect, but that love is, you know, you are perfect for each other in love. And I think that is so, such an awesome thing. Well, thank you, uh, Kathy. You know, when you look back at 65 years of marriage, uh, there are a lot of issues that come up. There are a lot of things that you cannot handle alone. And I think that's one of the things that has been made our marriage and relationship so strong is Van is such a strong leader and such a strong uh, prayer partner. Uh, he prays a lot more than I do. And I, I'm, you know, embarrassed to say that. But um, it's just um, I am more of the thinker and the planner, and he um, he just seeks God. I'm <laughs> sure we're going the right direction. Uh, and when you look at it from that point of view, it takes two. And it actually takes three. Mm. It takes Van, it takes me, and it takes the Holy Spirit of God for us to even just, you know, live day to day. There, when you look at the way our world is right now, uh, the probability of a couple lasting 16 years gets smaller and smaller. Do you think, Miss Evelyn? So, <clears throat> do you think, Miss Evelyn, that there are that there are times whenever we're so caught up in love, yes. right, that um, that we lose sight. I mean, obviously, we all do this. We lose sight of who and what is really first. How do we get back on track whenever, you know, we're so caught up in that puppy love or that new that new mm-hmm. stage? How do we get back on track of putting God first? Well, the first thing you do is you read his word and you live his word. And it makes it easier because then you have the power of God's love on you and in you and around you. And, you know, it's okay to argue. It's okay not to fight, but to have disagreements, uh, to want things a certain way. And that's what human nature is. But when you're under that banner of love and, and, and hope brings the thrill to every day, the hope of what Christ himself is doing and can do is the thrill that brings relationships together. And, Kathy, I know that uh, as we're talking about this today, uh, it, you know, it's it's not easy, is it? 
No, I it it is work and it is a challenge, but I think it all comes down to that perspective. I mean, I know Evelyn, I've heard from you, Van, you know, when you and when Van realized, you know, that he loved you, he pursued you. He, you know, he's the one who mm-hmm. went and proposed and made that relationship possible. You yeah. know, he made marriage uh, possible by proposing to you and asking you to be his wife. And I, I think remembering that um, that God, when he comes first, he approaches us first, you know, just like Van is there and he is present, realizing and ordering our lives according to the truth that, that God is with us and he is present and we can enjoy living in his presence. And I tell you, this has made such a huge difference for me in my life. Even when I just go to church and go to worship, I always used to kind of, and and in prayer, I used to be like almost, you know, groveling like, oh Lord, you know, please come and please hear my prayer. And this whole principle that God comes first, he, he approaches us. He has made a way possible for us. He is present with us. It has meant that I can really enter into um, prayer and mm-hmm. praise and worship thankful from the very beginning because I know that he is with me, that he has come first, that I don't have to beg and plead and trying to convince him to, to try to come and be with me. Um, he's just like, hey, baby, I'm, I'm here. Here I am. And I can enjoy living in his presence knowing um, that you know, doing that he sees me trying to live right. And those times when I'm even contemplating doing wrong, <laughs> you know, I turn from it a lot quicker because I know that yeah. he's there and he is seeing what I'm doing. And yet he's helping me through the struggle, um, whether it's in my thoughts or in my actions or in a relationship and I, you know, I just I love the whole whole realization that he is so very present with us. Um, you know, that's what it is. New, all new discovery for me, mm-hmm, Kathy, because we live um, on our rope of hope. You know, it, 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 there are no days perfect in our lifetime. There's always going to be pain. There's sorrow. There's a disappointment. But Jesus has tied himself to us so strongly that that, that uh, connection cannot be broken. When you ask Christ to come into your life, the Holy Spirit comes in and seals that first love on his part. And so as we look at that, we have to come to realize that, um, you know, love is not just uh, starlight and roses and wine and all those things that we see visibly. It is that overwhelming banner of love over us that Christ has it. And we call that the rope of hope. And that's, you know, the thrill of hope is when we have a relationship with him so strong that we can trust him for everything. Uh, we are talking today with Kathy Indebrock and uh, Carrie Brinkater and this is Evelyn Davison on Love Talk. We ask you to stay with us as we come back and we look at it from a different direction. What is all this love? about this the love stories and the love stuff a little bit more for what the man and the women of today think right after this from inspiration to insurance and protection all for serving the lord jesus we all need insurance why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. 
Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Evelyn, Kathy, and Carrie. Love talking today about the thrill of love and hope. Come back, listeners. This is Kathy on KTXW, The Bridge, and we are so excited to be love talking with you today. And in studio, Evelyn Davison, Coach Carrie Brinkater, myself, we are talking about um, first love and new love as we get into the new year. And Evelyn, you've just done such a beautiful story of, of sharing with us about you and Van and your love story. And we've talked a lot about first love and how um, keeping God as our first love is so important. But I, I want to talk a little bit about new love. And um, because oftentimes, obviously, first love is always a new love. And when we talk about new, sometimes it's so, um, love is so indescribable and love is so new. And, um, Carrie, I want you to kind of talk us, us through this, sharing your love story with Ashley. Like, when did you realize you loved Ashley? And, if love was a new experience for you, how could you actually tell that you loved him? That's, that's, a, great, that's a great question, Kathy. Well, I, th- I feel sometimes it's my job here on Love Talk to keep it real. So, we're, <laughs> oh boy, we're gonna get all the we gonna get the whole you're story. About to get it. We don't have a Cinderella kind of love story. We really don't. We um, we met when we were freshmen in college. Um, in our freshman English class, and um, I think we were initially kind of intrigued by one another, but we, we never, we were just friends um, our whole college career until the summer before our senior year in college, and it's kind of funny, um, neither one of us were walking with Christ, and um, <laughs> I actually worked in the library, and that summer I found every reason under the sun to, to need to go to the library. Um, and so one day, I think Ashley finally caught on, and he was like, oh, well, hey, you know, I just bought a new truck. I'd love to come over and show you my new truck. Uh, he was supposed to be refereeing baseball game that night, but he said, you know, it's supposed to rain, so if it rains, I'll come over and, and show you my new truck. And so all day I did a rain dance, like, please let it rain, please let it rain. <laughs> and so sure enough, it did rain that day, and he came over, and that was kind of the start of our relationship. And uh, that was in the summer before our senior year of college. And um, so we started dating in June of uh, 1994, and we ended up getting married in September of 1995. Um, We dated for about 10 months, got engaged, and then five months later we got married. And I think for us, um, because neither one of us were putting Christ first, neither one of us were walking with the Lord, I honestly don't think we knew what love should be or could be. And so we kind of, we had also both kind of been brought up to kind of follow this pattern. You know, you find someone, you get married, you do the right thing, right? You do the right thing and you get married. And um, we went off to graduate school together. And I tell you, friends, it was the worst year of our lives. It was so bad. We went to um, Auburn University for graduate school, newlyweds, and uh, we took almost all the same classes we shared books big mistake and um we we just we really struggled we did start going to church while we were there in alabama and i think that that really started kind of planting the seeds back within the both of us that hey hey you guys mm-hmm. got to get some things straight here you never Hope. this is never going to survive if you don't start putting jesus first and um We ended up getting our master's degree in a year, and then we headed, uh, we were ready to get back to Texas, and I took my first coaching job down at Texas A&M in Kingsville. And I tell you what, that place changed our lives. Um, 
I think when we when we went into our marriage, and I think this is kind of funny, and Ashley would totally agree with this, is that men marry women thinking they're never going to change. Oh, yes. You're always going to look like that, right? <laughs> you know, your hair is always going to look like that, and other things are always going to look like that. And we marry men thinking we're going to change them. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll fix this buddy. Right, right, right. <laughs> he's a baby now, but he's going to grow Absolutely. up fast. Absolutely. So I 100% believe this was exactly what both of us were thinking. Ashley was thinking, I, I'm always going to be exactly like I was when I was, you know, 21 years old. And I'm thinking, man, I can change this guy into who I want him to be, right? And so when we went down to Kingsville, we got involved in a great church. And um, our pastor actually had a degree in biology as well as a degree in um in you know a seminary degree and so he was this incredibly heady guy which Ashley just loved he gravitated to that my husband is wicked smart and um (laughs) so he just gravitated to that and he started he he actually this pastor taught a Sunday school class before he would preach and it was all based Mm -hmm. on science and how can the Bible be true without science? It Ooh. was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And Ashley made friends with these um, men of the church who prayed for him and who loved on him and showed him what godly men should look like. And um, <clears throat> Ashley ended up getting baptized. And um, really, we really began our walk together with the Lord there while we were in Kingsville, and it really did change us. And I think we that's when we first started to fall in love. If you really, if we were really mm-hmm. honest about it, if we're really, really honest about it, I don't know if we really loved each other when we got married. We thought we did, right? Mm-hmm. We thought we did. Well, it's a different kind of But love. until you know the mm-hmm. penetrating faith yes. of, and love of Jesus Christ, how can you really love somebody else? Yeah. And so, Kathy... It wasn't a Cinderella story, and I can't say that our marriage has been perfect. There have been many ups and downs in our marriage um, because we are very different people. And I think that's good, and the Lord brought us together for that reason. Boy, our house would be extremely boring if my husband wasn't there because he loves to play with the kids and this and that and the other. But (laughs) they would get nowhere on time if uh, if I didn't exist, right? And so we... um, we complement each other very, very well, and we have to remember to take a step back at many times and go, you know what? I do love that quality about you, yes. and I praise the Lord for that quality about you. And so our love story is a little bit different, um, but I I love our love story, and it's taken me a long time to really come to grips with it mm-hmm. because, um, you know, you're, you're, you, you, you think you're doing what you're supposed to do, and... I think as I've grown older, I I love our story and how we came together as one unit, um, but we really didn't know who each other was before we found Jesus. And, and that's we, first love. That's you first know, second love. love and first love are different. And, they really are. Uh, and it takes time sometimes for the second love. To Kathy, go. were you expecting that bombshell from me, girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you are very, you are very... Um, Genuine, And I mean, oh, my gosh, I love that about you. I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Do you, okay. like, do you feel as though God has um, been faithful to his promise to make all things new in your marriage? You know, I, I know that when you, like, when you probably were going to the library all of the time, um, you were so excited and the world was brighter and everything was wonderful when you could see Ashley and the air was sweeter and there was probably a skip in your step. Do you do you think that you can still feel that way for your husband today? Absolutely. I think it's even greater today. In fact, there are times when I, you know, just stop and pause and I'm like, "Man, Lord, how how did you ever give me this man? He he's so smart. He's so dedicated to his family. He loves us so much." He would do anything for us. Um, We're both learning, I think, as we, I mean, we've been married now 21 years, 
But I think we learn new and different things on how to serve each other Mm -hmm. as we go. And, boy, that makes it so new and fresh. Today, you know, um, I was leaving the house early, and, you know, he gets up and makes my tea for me. And knowing that I haven't felt well this week, he's been so kind. Like, Carrie, you don't have to cook dinner. I'll go pick us up something for dinner. You know, he's been so kind. And I Mm -hmm. think those are things that, that allow our marriage to stay new and fresh and just Wow, thank you, Lord, for that. And that's so mo- so very different than it would have been 20 years ago. Well, you know, when you look at it from, our, from that <laughs> point of view, uh, uh, Carrie, uh, the Lord is in charge mm-hmm. if we allow him to be in charge. And what is his number one goal for us is love comes first. Love comes first. And we're not talking about this, you know, uh, sexual mo- movements go across in this nation or any of that. We're talking about that sincere desire to be as much like Jesus as he is like us. Uh, It is time Mm -hmm. for us to take our break. Uh, Let's see that. We come back and as we wrap up this time today, it is so exciting. Kathy, we've not heard from you (laughs) and from Mr. Ashley. So stay with us and uh, we'll be back with Love Talk right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Stay tuned for Love Talk with the love ladies, Evelyn, Kathy, and Carrie. Love talking today about the thrill of love and hope. Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us for our final segment here on Love Talk. What a phenomenal, fantastic day. It's going so fast. It goes so fast, Miss Evelyn. Here on the bridge, KTXW, 1120 AM, today's Christian talk. We are are talking about love today with the love ladies, as usual. And I was just kind of reminiscing about um, my relationship with my husband, Ashley, and how it has not been perfect, and it certainly didn't start off perfect. Um, <clears throat> Kathy made a really good point. Um, you know, before we find Jesus, it seems almost like our, like we have a, a, a bottle of love, and 
that that can be used up. And that's exactly how Ashley and I both felt in that first year of marriage. We did not know what love was, and our bottle of love was used up. We were dry and empty. And when we really started seeking God's face and allowing his love to penetrate our souls and our minds and our hearts, we realized that that bottle of love is unending. It's constantly refilled by our Savior and that we have more to give than we ever, ever dreamed that we would have to give. It's a constant renewal. And so that our that scripture, love the Lord your God with all your height, your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, that can be so fulfilled, but only through that continual renewing that Jesus gives you. Kathy, I, I tell you, it's uh, it's kind of a bombshell of a story, but there it is. <laughs> I love your story. And, you know, I, you, you opened us our program um, early on today with that verse in Deuteronomy um, 6-5, where God did command um, the people of Israel to love him with all of their heart and mind and soul and strength. And, and then Jesus took that and he added to that in mm-hmm. Matthew And he said, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Well, I always used to struggle with these words from Christ because I thought, well, hold on a second. You're telling me, Jesus, to love the Lord my God with all my heart, not some of my heart, but all of my heart, all of my mind, not some of my mind, but all of my mind. I'm supposed to be pouring all of this love towards God. How can I have anything? How can I have anything left? for my neighbor or for myself? Am I not breaking this commandment Mm. if I have anything left for myself or anything left for my neighbor? I'm supposed to give it all to you. And I think that herein lies the truth that not just God is, is, is love, but that God is lavish love, like this unending torrential fountain of love that as we love him, He pours out this infinite, eternal love on us that we have plenty to share um, with those around us, that we have plenty to fill our own hearts and experience that um, sense of being in love. God's love does not use up everything we have. It it fills and overflows. And that has just been a life-changing truth for me. And so I really want to speak hope to married couples and that, you know, that feel maybe that, like you and Ashley, maybe we didn't love each other when we got married. Or maybe um, they've been married for a number of years and they feel kind of like, oh, our, our love's kind of worn out. Um, we don't really love each other anymore. And and. Here's the promise that God makes, that God can refresh tired love, reinvigorate weary love, renew old love, revive dead love. And here's the whole message of the resurrection. And it is because nothing is too dead for God. Nothing is beyond hope for us. And no marriage, no love story is beyond hope. God loves love stories. And he's going to make sure as you turn to him that he gives you the love that you need for your spouse, that your love story will also have a happy ending. Well, and I tell you what, Kathy, I don't recommend the path that Ashley and I took. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I mean, the Lord blessed us and continues to bless us. And I'm so grateful and thank you. But I don't recommend that path. I recommend that you find Jesus so that you can find the love of your life who also loves Jesus. Right? That's what I recommend. But I love what you said here, Kathy. Nothing is too dead for God. We, when we're in the throes of our marriage and... You know, that partner is just frustrating us to no end. Those are lies that Satan is telling us. Yes. Those are lies that come in and Satan is chipping away and chipping away and chipping away. And we live in such a throwaway society that so many people are not willing to dig in and kind of do the work that it takes 
to really continue to renew that marriage um, year daily, really right. daily, right? And um, we cannot succumb to the lie of our throwaway society. We can't do that. Um, we can't push a button and uh, make it reset. Right, We actually have to sit down and have face-to-face contact and really work through things sometimes. And so I would absolutely encourage our listeners to not believe those lies that come in to, mm-hmm. try, to try to steal, kill, and destroy that marriage. That there is hope um, as you go through the rough times because even when you look at somebody, like maybe you say, see somebody at school and you think, oh, she's... She's got the perfect marriage. Oh, he's got the perfect marriage. You see somebody at church or in carpool or whatever. I tell you what, everybody's got something, people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got something. Because we're all different. And, and we're all human, Miss Evelyn. Yes. Right? And so I would just encourage our listeners that don't believe those lies Satan is telling you. Because Kathy put it perfectly. There is nothing too dead for God because he is alive. Yes. He overcame that for us. Well, thank you, Miss Kathy, for joining us today. This has been very exciting for us. I've enjoyed it. Evelyn, Carrie, oh, I wish I could just give you guys both a big hug today. So consider yourselves hugged and oh, we will. there in person. I'll kiss Kathy. I'll kiss you on the air, and then I'll give um, Carrie a, a hug afterwards. You know, it has been um, a great journey through life as we look back at where we've been in not only in our marriages and our love for each other and for our families, but for our nation. And for times like we're in right now, it takes a lot of love to, to live. It does. And love takes a lot of work. It's not free. You know, God's love is free, but our love is not free. We've got to pay for it in mm-hmm. being faithful to him and faithful to each other. And but you know love is worth it all. It, you just get the bottom line and the top line is love, and it it works. But you know romantic love uh, should not be in competition with our new life in Christ or with our love for the Lord Jesus. And and that's one of the things that's hard sometimes to reconcile. But I'd say to you today is you've listened to us. Uh, I am 65 years old. Uh, I've learned a lot in my years. Uh, I'm 85 years old, been married 65 years, and I can tell you it's not been easy, but it's been fun, and it has been love. And when I look it back uh, and I look forward, the thrill of God's hope of the things ahead of us are as strong as the day that Ben and I got married. And I know that is true uh, for so many of us. But then, Carrie, when we talk, about this on Love Talk, we realize that there are many of you out there that don't know this kind of love and don't know how to find it. Well, let me tell you that Jesus has already paid for it, and he offers it to you today. And the Roman road tells us, and that is the life story of what it is that we get when we come to realize we're loved, uh, tells us that it's everlasting in Jesus, and that never dies. And as long as we're connected with him and we're trusting in him, we're believing him, and we're putting him first and put our families first, that we can believe without any doubt whatsoever that he is real and that he's at work in our lives. Uh, We would ask you today, if you uh, have never come to that point where you've invited him in, to love you in a way that you can experience his love. First of all, you have to admit you don't have it. And that's what... Ashley did. He admitted he didn't have it. We both did, Miss Evelyn. We yeah. had to, uh, and that's sometimes a hard thing to do. It's really taking that first step. You have to admit it. And then then you have to believe. Believe that he loves you. And the evidence is everywhere. It is everywhere. And then, of course, confess that apart from him, you know, there there is not much hope. But we live in a day today when the thrill of hope is strong. Whether we're talking about our family life, we're talking about our neighborhoods. God is in the business of doing mercy miracles. And if you need a mercy miracle this week, give us a call on the love line, 512-249-6535. And as you're living your life just every day, put him first. Put Jesus first, and you'll never be second. 
We hope you have a good week, and we'll love talk with you again next week.